Hi everyone, here's what's bothering me today. So the news is full of all the rather scary and horrifying pictures from the BC storm. And uh, I will show some of them shortly, but first I want to talk about what is happening. It's being termed an atmospheric event and it's basically a giant plume of condensation that is hanging above mostly the BC interior, but it's affecting the Malahat Highway in Vancouver Island and a few other areas. But the interior of BC is the focus and it's dropping like over 200 millimeters of rain. Like it's, it's a ridiculous amount of water that is being dropped, which again is very much in contrast with how we lost at least one city Due to, you know, the fires this summer, Linton, B.C. was basically wiped off the map. And now over 270 people are trapped on a highway. I think it's the Coquihalla Highway. I'm probably butchering that pronunciation. I'm not from B.C., so apologies in advance. But it's a very clear contrast to me about what's going on here in terms of the extreme weather patterns in the different seasons. I wonder if there was something or someone that warned us that things like this would happen in a climate future. And I feel like maybe we were warned about this like at least a decade ago or something. Now here's the thing, right? You know how COP26 was recently a thing and basically an abject failure by world leadership and how the oil and gas sector fought tooth and nail to prevent any kind of like hit to them in their bottom line. Oh, we got to be a part of this. And how all that basically resulted in really watered down measures that only ensure that things like this are going to continue to happen and worsen in the years to come. There's a delightful bit of karmic justice in this. So in a Reuters article titled Rainstorms Force Evacuation of Canadian Town, Shut Down Major Oil Pipeline, that's again what we're going to talk about. We've had now at least two if not three towns be evacuated in BC either during the summer or now during, you know, early winter if you want to call it that all because of extreme weather patterns. But what's interesting about the current one is that it shut down the Trans Mountain Pipeline. The storms forced the closure of the Trans Mountain Pipeline, which takes crude from Alberta to the Pacific coast. The line has a capacity of 300,000 barrels per day. Work on a proposed expansion project has also been halted, the operating company said. So the ghoulish oil and gas industry fought long and hard against the idea of a net zero future, one without them, right? You know, oh no, we can't. Our industry, their industry is already dying and it's also under threat by the very climate crisis that they have fostered over the many decades. There have been so many mudslides that the Trans Mountain Pipeline has been shut down. This is how bad the climate crisis has gotten, is it is already negatively impacting our infrastructure. And, you know, sure, there's probably going to be some conservatives trying to find roundabout ways of justifying this, doing mental gymnastics, whatever. But this is the very real reality. And um, this is a sign of things to come. Already, just in one year, we have seen the fires that wiped Lytton off the map. And now we are seeing flooding and inundating across several areas of the BC interior, like Agassiz, uh, Merritt, Hope... Uh, I think even part of like the highway through Chilliwack has been affected. 
So there is a massive amount of people and infrastructure being put at risk and in danger. There are hundreds of people still trapped on the highway with rescue being very difficult given again the torrential downpour. Another community has been evacuated. A, again, massive pipeline has been shut down. This is the climate crisis. It is right here for all of us to plainly see, both in summer and in winter and all seasons in between. The extremes are getting worse, and it's not going to get better. And we had a chance to stop that at COP26, but the very people whose infrastructure is now being ruined by like extreme weather events are the ones who ensured that the future is going to be a little more bleak and impossible to deal with. It's not to say that there isn't hope. It just means that we have to be the ones to do it. But it is so incredibly frustrating, if not outright infuriating, that this is the current situation where in BC, again, in the span of one year, you see flooding and fires that is forcing evacuations. This means a constantly displaced people and a lack of security and a lack of significant infrastructure investment because, well, hey, if it's constantly going to be under threat and we have to repair it, oh, look at that. That's a really big cost, but we still don't want the rich to actually pay their fair share or businesses to pay their fair share. Oh, so we got to tax people more, but hey, we're not doing anything to help you in that regard. Come on now. We got to tighten our belts. Never mind all the wealth being hoarded by the same assholes who have caused this problem to happen in the first place. So I guess maybe now is the time to show some of the pictures. We all remember how terrifying the images from Lytton, BC were. Here's the state of the various roads running through this area being inundated by water. The Coquihalla has been washed out. The landslides have made it look like a post-apocalyptic environment. Waterfalls are where they shouldn't be. And what remains of highways are basically rivers. And this is, of course, just the opposite extreme of all the fires that happened this summer in the very same areas. The apocalypse is already here, and that's what's bothering me today.